If you're going to do a short sale, stop what you're doing and watch this video first so I can give you the questions to ask the seller and the process so you know exactly what you're getting into. Let's get to it. All right, so I'm gonna jump right into today's video. I wanna show you, I am gonna be giving you this, the questions that you need to ask and the process so you know what you're getting into. And this is from our book, How to Master Short Sales. As you can see, it's, it's a manual. That's literally what we call it, the short sale manual. And if you wait until the end of this video, I'm gonna give you a code so you can get $25 off because if you're wanting to do short sales, this is your go-to. Like, I don't even know where to start when we talk about the book from the, all the lenders contact information, which is gold if you're working short sales, like emails, fax numbers, personal numbers, our contacts that we put in here. We include, um, I'll even have them throw on the screen so you can see it, like short sale packet, how to from like start to finish, like step one, this is how you talk to the seller, how you pre-qualify them, and then of course what we're gonna go over today. So I'm taking this right from the book, but I think this is super important because you need to know when you're working with these sellers certain information to see if they even qualify, to see if this is something that you can even take on. And if you don't have the answers to these questions, you won't be able to work on their short sale. So I'm gonna go through them really quickly because I don't want this to be like an hour long, but it's gonna be a ton of information. So get ready to write this down, okay? So number one, when you're talking to a new seller, you need to first make sure that they're not working with anyone else. Unfortunately, when a homeowner is behind and they're in pre-foreclosure, they are solicited by everyone. And sometimes they like to sign a bunch of documents or have amnesia of people that they're working with. So this is super important. Are they working with a real estate agent already? Are they work, have they signed any other contracts? You need to know upfront so you don't waste your time. You need to know how to handle any contracts that are kind of floating around that could be clouding time title preventing you from selling the property. Number three, who is on the mortgage? This is important. Who is on title is not the same as the mortgage. This is not something that people even think to ask because when you pull the tax rolls to see who's on title, that does not mean that they are the borrower because it's two separate things. The borrower on the loans could be completely different than the owners on title for a million different reasons. Plus, you could have a co-borrower that you don't even know about. So right off the bat, this is also a pre-qualifying question to make sure that you can actually work on the short sale because you could have a situation where the wife's a borrower, but the ex-husband, you know, they hate each other and all of a sudden now it's a deal killer because the ex-husband doesn't wanna be involved. So find out who is on the mortgage. Easiest way to do it, if they have any type of mortgage statement or any correspondence from the bank, it'll tell you exactly who's on there and how it's spelled. Remember when you're working on short sales, the I's have to be dotted and the T's have to be crossed, so everything has to match. The next question that you need to ask and you need to find out is what type of loan is it? Is it an FHA, conventional, USDA? Like what kind of loan? Because that's gonna depend on what the process is and what paperwork that you have to submit. An FHA loan is a completely different process than negotiating a conventional loan. On top of that, if you are negotiating on an FHA loan, then you'll eventually be dealing with HUD. So you know exactly who to go to as far as the investor of the loan on how to process and escalate and all that good stuff. The next question you need to ask is how many loans are there? The best way to ask this is to ask it a couple different ways. Like, okay, well, do you have any second liens or second mortgages? Have you ever had a second mortgage? I like to say that 
if I see them hesitating because they could think, oh, it's gone. Like I've had so many sellers say like, oh, oh yeah, I used to. And it doesn't work that way. Unless you pay it off, you still have to account for it and you have to know what you're negotiating. If you are trying to negotiate with the lender, but you don't have all the information, your negotiating is pointless. You have to factor in anything that's owed against the property. So you need to get payoffs. You need to find out, is there an HOA? Are there any taxes that you owe? You know, is there any city liens? And another way you can ask this is, is there anything that is against the property or that is owed that has to be considered in the sale. And so you, you ask a couple different ways so it can remind them of the things that they owe. And then what you're gonna do is pull title to verify. <laughs> Trust, but verify. So now that you know how many lenders and that they have and what's the total, you need to find out who the lenders are. So what do you owe and who do you owe it to so that you can request those payoffs? So the next question would be, who are your lenders? The next question you need to ask is, are they living in the property? Is the house vacant or is it occupied? If they're not living in the property, where are they living? And is the property currently being rented out? When did they relocate? All of this is super important because this is what you have to notate in the hardship letter as part of the packet because you're gonna to have to show the lender why they can't live in the house. Some lenders, especially with FHA loans, have problems with vacant properties and you have to explain why they vacated, whether it's a relocation, if it's because it has too many repairs where it's not habitable, but all of that has to be explained. So find out if the property is occupied or vacant and if it is vacant, what the new address is and why they relocated. The next thing you want to address is the property. What is the condition of the property? Ask them, you know, a couple, you can ask them a couple different ways, but just to get a general idea, I always say something to the effect of, okay, so can you tell me a little bit about the property? Is there anything that's not working? Is there anything that you know of that needs to be repaired or needs to be replaced? And my rule of thumb, <laughs> is that the more the seller tells you, the more likely it's honest, but the sellers that say things like, oh yeah, you know, just a couple things, it's like pain, I mean, yeah, it's fine. I'm terrified to see the house <laughs> every time. I have had every hoarder that I've ever sold, like every hoarder house I've ever sold, started that way. Oh yeah, it's fine. But the people that are like super detailed, they're like, oh, you know, the shower is not working, the plumbing, this, that. I'm like, okay, so now I have a general idea. So just a fun fact, because that always happens. So don't be surprised if a seller tells you that and you show up and you can't even walk into the house because there's stuff everywhere. Now, the next question you need to ask is, have you ever declared bankruptcy? And the reason why this is important is if they've filed bankruptcy multiple times, you now have context of what's already been done as far as how far behind they are. This is gonna be huge the lender is going to be less likely to want to approve a short sale or work with you if the seller is 15 years behind and they've been playing so many games with the bank to where the bank could not get paid or be able to foreclose on the house. So we always wanna find out if they filed bankruptcy, what chapter they filed, and getting context of how far behind they are. Which is leads me to the next question that you need to ask is, do they have a foreclosure date? How far behind are they? When is the last time they remembered making a payment? Because you need to know what the timeline is of when you can submit the short sale packet so you can work on getting that foreclosure postponed. When it comes to short sales, in order for the lender to review the packet, the rule of thumb is 37 days. So that means that you have to submit a complete short sale packet 37 days before that sale date in order for the lender to review it. If it's anything less than that, 
they're not gonna review a short sale. So just remember that, the 37 day rule. Now, we stop foreclosures all the time with less than 37 days. I mean, we do it days before, but not through the short sale because they will not even look at it if it's below that time frame. The last two questions are super important because this will give you context of what's been going on so you know how to approach the bank. So you need to find out if they've ever done a loan modification. This is huge because if they have, you'll see as far as like the hardship and, and you'll have that you know conversation of like, how did you, you know, fall behind and you find out their financial hardship, but then you'll find out how many times that they've applied and if the loan modification was complete and approved or if they never got approved because of the hardship. Because now when you go into the short sale, you can use that in negotiations of, hey, they absolutely don't qualify and you saw that already through the loan modification. And the last question, which is super important, is finding out what communication that they've received from the bank, either the bank or the attorney or anything that they've gotten in regards to the house. This will give you a timeline, especially if you're in like a non-judicial state where they've sent the acceleration notice and you know that they're in pre-foreclosure so you can kind of gauge how much more time you have left until they give a sale date. The other thing is, seeing what the lender has been willing to do. So any communication that the bank has given them, you can use that to reference, you know, in negotiations when you're trying to stop the foreclosure. So all of these questions and, you know, rewind it, write down notes, like all of these questions are super important because you need this information to be able to negotiate and work on the short sale to be able to help your client. So if you're going to do short sales, make sure that you know what you're doing. Guys, this niche, it's not for everyone. I understand that. Like, let's be real. We can barely get realtors sometimes to do the bare minimum on traditional transactions. So if you're going to do this, be prepared, arm yourself with the right information because every short sale is different. And I'm gonna be real, I would never do short sales if I only did one or two. The only way it makes sense because you have no idea when they're gonna close is by doing it at volume. So if you're gonna process, this is why we're giving this to you. Like this is why we made this book, we created this book because there is nothing like it, I promise. And if you find something like it, please let me know in the comments because I have, the last 10 years, I mean, I was, forget it, like when I was trying to learn how to process short sales 14 years ago, I wish someone would have given me all this information. Let's be real, the people that do figure it out, they don't share because it took them so much time and money to figure it out. And me and Stephanie, like, we were like, no, like we wanna be able to help as many people as possible, even if you don't work with us, even if it's just a matter of like, hey, you know, you wanna help these sellers because so many realtors end up losing the deal and the seller loses the house because they don't know what they're doing. So if you want the discount code to purchase the book, we'll put the link in the description so that you can buy it. And let me know if you've already have the book, let me know in the comments so everyone else can see like what is your feedback. And if you have any other questions, let me know and I'll see you guys in the next video.